Joining us now is <laughs> Hall of Famer Brian Urlacher, one of the greatest to ever play the game, certainly one of the greatest Chicago Bears, and a big fan of Lovey Smith, who's now the Houston Texans head coach. You know, when we were setting this thing up, you were really excited hearing about, quote-unquote, your guy. Yeah. What do you think of the news when you heard that Lovey Smith is now in charge? It's great. It's great for the Houston Texans, number one. Uh, it's great for football to have him back as a head coach. You know, I know he played – he was decorated last year. He's in the league, but – he needs to be a head coach. He's a great leader of men. You know, our whole team looked up to him. He's just a, I mean, you don't want to let him down. He's one of those guys where you do not want to let him down, not because you're scared to get in trouble, but because of the type of man he is. You just want to perform well because, you know, number one, he expects it of you, but he also believes you can do it. Just um, so happy for him. So, um, so happy that him and his family got another head coaching job. Yeah, a few moments ago, I, I spoke in this same sort of situation with one of your former teammates, Devin Hester, and he said, oh, yeah, the type of guy he'd run through a wall for you break your head open for. Now, we don't want the Texans to do any of that. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Speak a little bit more of that, because Hester was talking about how he's a player's coach because he would seek input or welcome input when you guys had bright ideas. Yeah, that's an important thing, isn't it? You know, he's a defensive head coach, which I really enjoyed because I played defense, obviously. But, you know, we'd have ideas during the week and he'd ask, he'd, he'd openly ask us, what do you think about this situation? What do you think about that? And if we didn't like it, he would throw it out. You know, it's just nice to be able, because if, if you're in a situation in the game and you don't, or you, you, you know, even in practice and you don't like the defense you're playing or, or the call, probably not going to be good for you. If it makes you uncomfortable in practice, it's probably going to be the same way in the game. So he would always listen to us, always ask for our input. Um, we had meetings, you know, weekly with our, our leadership Leadership council, he called it. Basically a screw-around meeting for 20 minutes during the week with five of us. But he's just so fun to talk to. You know, great family man. Obviously, anyone who knows him knows that. God, there's so many superlatives I want to use to talk about him. But he's just, he's amazing. You know, he's a good man. Like I said, you don't want to let him down. Just a great, great hire for the Texans. Yeah, and he's only been in Houston for a year. But a lot of the stuff yeah. you're saying, a lot of the stuff we heard from Hester, we've seen today on social media from a lot of the guys who play for him. And we heard about it during the year when you talk with him. He didn't take much time getting in with the players. And one of the things that, you know, he put as a huge goal, a main goal was getting the ball takeaways because this team was horrible the year before he got here. They only had nine on the whole season. And this oh year they were top 10 in the NFL. They had 25. That jump in takeaways was huge. And that's something your defenses were excellent at as well. Can you talk a little bit more about the yeah. ways he got you guys to get those takeaways? Thinking about the football, you know, the ball is the game. You know, if you have the football, it's a good situation for you. So we practiced it. He preached it. You know, if the ball was on the ground, we didn't pick it up. We were wrong. Every time you got around the football in practice, whether it's unless it's a quarterback, you don't touch your quarterbacks, but you're stripping the football. Even if it's an incomplete pass, you pick the ball up. You see our lineman, our old lineman did it too. If there was a ball on the ground, not just defensive guys, the whole team would pick the ball up and run with it. And you make the refs make a decision, you know, but it may be a fumble. It may not be a fumble, but you make them make a decision. Now with all the replay and stuff, you know, they're, they're hardly ever get it wrong, but you're still making them make a decision. So it's just, it's amazing how, how the, when, we, when you practice it, because before he got there, we were pretty good takeaways. Our old coaches were really good at teaching them as well. But mm -hmm. when he got there, the fumbles and, and it's amazing how many times we scored on defense when he got there, because in practice, when we got the ball, we all turned and blocked and formed a wall or, you know, just tried to uh, try to get in the end zone. Tell me about the first time you met him and your first memory of him. I, I remember they hired him and I was like, yes, a defensive head coach. And I know he had a, a good pedigree coming from, from St. Louis. I have great memories of him. My, my first year he was there was tough for me. I pulled my hamstring the first day of training camp. Oh. His, his first, so frustrating. I, had, I only played nine games that season. So I, he probably had his doubts about whether I was, how durable I was going to be. And the next year, 
in his defense, I was defensive player of the year, and then I got better and better. But like I said, we, we evolved as a defense every year, and he, he evolved because of, he let us do what we were good at. You know, if we had a guy – like, I didn't have to – in cover two, which you guys probably know, the middle linebacker runs through the middle of the field, but mm-hmm. we didn't do that. He changed it up. He let Lance run down the middle sometimes. Every once in a while, we'd read it. Um, he just let us do what he thought we were good at, and he would always listen to us, which we appreciated. You know, you bring up a really good point there and you use the word evolved. And I don't know that most people associate that word with him. He's got the white beard now. Tell me a little bit more about the way he was. He's a creative guy. He would change things up. And we saw him change things up second half of this season. The Texans played a little bit better defensively under Lovey. They did play better. You know, just he's not a dummy. He's a smart, smart football coach. He's been around football a long time. He knows he has to evolve to get better. But his base is the cover, too. And as much as I hate to say it, cover two works. You know, we ran it. There were some games we ran it. We played Green Bay one year, and we had 46 snaps, 45 were cover two, and we won the game. So I just think you got to do what you need to do to win the game, and he knows that. But we go into a game with literally seven defenses. You know, a lot of teams have a long call list, playlist or whatever. we go into a game with seven, play, with seven play calls, and we would win. We would dominate because we could play fast. We, did, we weren't out there thinking. It's not, you know, it's not – throw as much stuff at these guys as you can is do what you do and do it well, make them adjust to you. And, and we were really good at that. And he let us play. We played really, really fast. And what he doesn't put up with is loafing. If yeah. the guys aren't running, it doesn't matter who you are. If I loafed, I didn't play. Lance loafed, he didn't play. If you don't run to the football, you are not going to play for lobby. You know, and you talk about, he's a defensive coach. Of course, that's what we all associate with him. But I was talking about this with Hester. He's also got, got a special teams bone in him. He was always around. He was almost an assistant special teams coach this year with the Texans really? and places a big, big emphasis on that. How much can you speak to that from your time with Lovey, you know, playing there with the Bears? I'll say this. My nine years with him, we were always top five or top ten in special teams. Coach Tobe, who is now at KC, is a great special teams coach as well. But Coach Smith had his hands in there too. He, he was, you know, it's a big part of the game, especially when you have a guy like Devin Hester. I think you need to find a way to be creative and make sure he gets the football as many times as he can on returns. But, you know, we block kicks, we, um, we return kicks for touchdowns. And we, the main thing is we didn't make mistakes on special teams. I think that's a big deal. The, the block in the backs, they're, they're going to happen. You know, those are, those are just mind things, but Play for football. the most part, yes, yeah, football, they shouldn't happen, but they do, you know, full speed plays. And most of the time the refs call them when they're not even a penalty. Anyway, that's another story for another day, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's just, he wants, I think he wants his hands on, the, the places, you know, offensively, I think he lets the coaches do what they need to do on offense, but defensive special teams, he's going to have a big hand in that. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Well, listen, Brian, <clears throat> we really do appreciate the time. Is there yes. one last thing you want to let the people of Houston know who follow the Texans, love the Texans, yeah. know about their new head coach? Congratulations. You know, just he's a great man. You're going to – you have the, the leader of young men that you want. You know, if, if, uh, if my son played for the Texans under Lovey Smith, I'd be a really happy guy because I know he's getting great leadership and great life – lessons from from a great man oh wait i got one more last one okay you're one of the greatest high school players never come out of new mexico Ooh, thank you you heard about the team that he was on in high school lovey smith you know big sandy big sandy man big sandy texas how impressive is that what they did i don't know so i don't know what they did he he didn't give us stats but all he ever said was he's from big sandy and big sandy could play some football well his, (laughs) his senior year they won the state title they gave up as a defense, I think about 15 to 16 points on the entire season, and they scored like 700 points. So, yeah, they just blasted everybody. So every game was a shot. They get what average one point, one points a game against them? Pretty much. I think like two teams scored on them the entire year. How's so. that possible? Yeah, yeah. He never told us that. I should have, I, next time I see him, I'll ask him. But that's a, 
That's pretty impressive. It's a good Wikipedia little entry if you ever want to get I into got, that. I got to find that out. Yeah, for sure. Well, Brian, we really do appreciate the time. Best of luck to you. And we'll talk to you again very, very right. soon. Thanks, Drew. See you, man.